You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 221. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to guide you toward living the life you want. Each week, you'll hear interviews and teachings on how to balance self-development with self-acceptance. Listen in and join our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. Welcome. I didn't tell you what this episode is about because we are going to introduce the theme for December. The theme for December is... Best of 2019. This is going to be such a fun month for us because we're going to reflect on 2019, both as a community and myself, I'll be reflecting. And the reason we're doing this is to inspire your own reflection. After all, how can you move into a new year? And since 2020 is not just a new year, it's a new decade. How can you move into that without fully reflecting on the year prior and where you've made progress and where you're lagging behind what made your life rich and beautiful and meaningful and what needs some help on. That's what I'm going to inspire in you throughout the month as I also move through my own best ofs. Throughout the month, you're going to hear me sharing the best books I've read this year, the best moments I've had, the best adventures we've taken as a family. You're going to hear the highs of and lows of what I've been through. We'll also be sharing the most listened to episode. We'll do a replay of that, as well as the episode I wish I could have redone in the moment. And you're going to know why when you listen. It was one of the most impactful episodes of the entire year, but one that I pretty much botched with the editing. So we need to give it a second chance and a second re-airing. Before we jump in, let's do my segment, Just Do Something. This is where I get to give you an update on my own 2019 Do Something list. Just a heads up for you, this is going to be called a Do Something Plan next year, and I'm going to help you work on that in the first episode of January. And if you want to do this in in person, well, I guess virtually in person, if you need handholding, if you need support doing that, I have another announcement for you in just a moment. But let me tell you what I've been up to the last two months with my own Do Something list, and this is where you do something that scares you, and I have a whole list of what I've done for 2019 on my website. You can find that at aboutprogress.com slash do something 2019. The last two months, I didn't read as many books. I was pretty busy with a few things I launched, but what I did read, um, a few light stuff like Surprise Me and My Not So Perfect Life by Sophie Kinsella, which is a new author to me, but I love her because she's very British. Um, Boundaries by Henry Cloud, which was really exceptional. I also read What Happened by Hillary Rodham Clinton, which was way more interesting than I thought it would be. I loved the book, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. That has transformed a lot of what I'm doing with my, with About Progress and how I want to show up here. So that was a super good read, which one of you told me to read. So thank you for that. Uh, some other updates. I officially started my flute lessons. I've been doing that for about two months every other week, and it's going well. Um, I do find myself wanting to talk myself out of it often, struggling with practicing consistently and all those things. Those are, you know, resistance that we meet when we're trying something new, but I am pushing through it and I'm not giving into my own excuses and my all or, all or nothing thinking. So I am still trying. 
We had the Rediscover You workshop, which is how I spoke for my 10th time this year. One of my do something list item was um, was to speak 10 times in the year. So that made it 10. Um, another thing is, ooh, I'm going down my list here to see what else we did. Brad and I went to Texas in in a September. So I think I already shared about some of the new restaurants we tried there and hiking. Um, we've been doing mostly adventures around the home. One of my things on my list was to do 30 field trips with the kids and we're almost there. We're at 27. Baking 20 new challenge, challenging new things. I'm at number eight and I'm doing that right now because tomorrow's Thanksgiving when I record this. I'm going to make a chocolate chip pie and I think it's my first successful pie crust in years and I'm so excited that it seems to be working. Um, again, there's so much more to this list. I don't want to go through every single thing, but I have things like organize 20 areas in my home, hike a big mountain nearby, go camping as a family, which we have not done, wear a fancy dress or something, which I have not done, take a master class on acting, which I have signed up and I've been doing it, um, get a road bike. That's again, something that hasn't been done, but there's so many ideas there and there's so many things I have accomplished on the list. The good thing about the do something list, which will then become the do something plan is you don't have to finish this. If you look at all that I've still accomplished throughout this year, all the books that I've read, all the places I've been, the things I've tried, the ways I've basically gotten recentered in who I am, I see this as exactly what it's been intended to do. That's it for my do something update for you. And again, I'm going to share with you what I intend to do to help you with this. The Rediscover You workshop has moved online as part of this workshop to help women find clarity in their identity separate from perfectionism. Even if you think you're not a perfectionist, I guarantee it's still affecting you in so many ways that you might discount yourself from believing because maybe you're not a uh, perfect enough in your mind to be considered a perfectionist. Anyway, I digress. This workshop to help women find clarity in their identity and to leave feeling confident and purposeful in their lives again. A big part of what we do is we go down the progress path where we figure out what has happened, like why have you lost these threads of yourself and and how to pick them up again and weave them together again into um, the tapestry of your life of who you are and your identity and the richness and the many threads that build up who you are. And part of that is to create a do something plan. If you have thought about doing this in prior years and you just have fumbled around with it a little bit, or maybe you you got started and you got in your old habits of making them more like goals or resolutions and it was confusing or you stopped after a few weeks or even a few months, you need to come to this online workshop. There are two different dates. One is January 4th, the very first week in January. We are diving in. I want you to start this new decade off right. And then the next class is January 10th. You can find the times at aboutprogress.com slash workshop. And I really want to encourage you to be there because this is the only time I'll probably be teaching the workshop, the Rediscover You workshop, all of 2020. So join us there. Again, it's aboutprogress.com slash workshop. It's all live. It's not a re, it's not a recording. It's not a replay. It's all there in person. Lots of participation just over the internet. Now let's talk about what this month is about. Best of. Today, I want you to really start what I hope is a month long path for you to reflect on your year. And today I want you to start by thinking about the best moments the best moments of 2019. What did those look like? What things were you doing? What discomfort were you leaning into? How were you trying in new ways? What skills did you develop? What relationships did you form and focus on? What were the bright moments 
of your year. Now, as part of the uh, monthly progress plan that's free for you, I am going to give you more prompts there to help you reflect intentionally about your year. And I want you to really take some time to do that. Go to aboutprogress.com slash free to get that. And just so you know, this is the last month it's going to be offered free for you. And we're going to move it more to a membership site. Anyway, go and do this because I know that as you think about what the best moments were, they act as signals for you that this matters. This is what you need more of. If you're like me, a lot of the best moments were really everyday moments. They weren't me reaching a certain number of podcast downloads. They weren't me standing in front of people and and thanking them for for coming to the workshop party, the workshop or the party, which by the way, were incredible moments. But most of my best moments throughout the year were moments with my children and my husband, meaningful time that we had together, Um, you know, being next to a lake in McCall, Idaho hiking, getting outside, reading different books. When I think back on the best moments of 2019, I see how all the small, small ways I have pushed myself and I have rested and I have connected have built up to make me a better version of myself, however slowly and imperfectly. The reason I want you to do this is that when you think in terms of these moments and in a positive way too, what we're helping you figure out is what does this mean you need more of in your life? More of. We had a guest a while back, Miranda Anderson from Live Free Creative. She talked about this this life-changing talk she attended where someone said, do more of what you like. And she realized what she wanted to do was the opposite of what she was doing. So she quit her online um, social media profession at the time to have another child and focus on being home with that child. And now she's back in you know, full full uh, motion, I guess, with the online stuff and doing incredible with that. But there are seasons, right? And when you reflect on 2019, it helps you figure out what you need more of, how to lean more into what you like and what feels good. And even oftentimes, this is still hard work, you know, maybe learning how to play the guitar was on your list. And it wasn't fun to do that all the time. And it was hard to push yourself and to stretch yourself. But when you look back on being able to play a song, that was the best moment because of the work that went in there. Maybe it's a small moment you had with your kid where you really worked hard to form a moment of connection. Perhaps you decided to cook together and you're sitting there and you're cutting things and you're putting things in a pot and you're stirring and you're talking. And it's exactly what you were both missing, just these small moments of connection. Perhaps another example is finishing a really good book that just transported you to another world or helped you learn things you never even thought were out there for you. What do these small moments look like for you that can help you figure out what you want more of? So the progress plan is going to walk you through what are the best moments of 2019 and how can they translate to things you want more of? So from those examples, maybe you need more connection with your children. Maybe you need more reading and, and maybe you need more stretching and growing and pushing through the discomfort because that's what led to those good moments of breaking through and doing something you are proud of, even if the world never sees it. That's what we need more of in our lives. I want to share with you my own list that I created in preparation for this episode. I thought about those small moments in my life of 2019 and the big moments too. 
and it helped me see what I need more of in my life. So some of my more of, we want more good habits as a family. We worked hard on helping our kids learn some new skills, like how to wash their own laundry, how to put away clothes in the dishwasher, how to even cook and make things for themselves that they need. And that I want more of. That was really satisfactory for us. That was, um, it, it, it has helped us in more ways than one. I want more fun and adventure. I really want more adventure. I didn't have as enough of that. I feel like that's what I want more of. I want more of my good sleep habits. I've worked so hard on this this year. I still have a long way to go, but my goodness, I'm so proud of the progress I've made and I would like more of better sleep habits. I want more journaling. This is again, another thing I've been working on and planning, day planning. Those two small things I've created as now part of my daily habit, my daily routine at night. When I kneel down at night and I open my planner and then I open my journal and then I say my prayers, that has become a really important, you know, five, 10 minutes of my day that I didn't even know would be so important. I want more of that. I want more cuddling and loving and silliness with my family. I want more joy and fun in our home. We were really needing that. It's been a quite a serious year in our family. A lot of hard but good things happen happening that we we need to lighten up a little bit and enjoy each other's company far more. And I know that that is up to us as the parents to set the tone. I would like more creativity. One of my best moments was sitting at my friend's house and talking and us painting on a canvas. And it was so simple. I actually almost talked myself out of going to that too. And I still went and it turned to be one of the best moments. And I didn't create a masterpiece that I'm going to slap up on Instagram for for all to admire or even buy. But it was something I needed, as has this dancing that I've been doing and playing the flute and even baking. Like I've been baking more the last few days and I've been realizing I've been missing this because I've been working any chance I get when my kids are napping or sleeping at night, um, that I I need a little bit more of a break for myself, more creativity. Um, I hope this isn't getting too long for you. I hope it's actually giving you ideas. So I'll keep going. Um, I want more outdoor time, more hiking. I want more quality time with my husband and my kids. I want more family traditions you know, we started the family movie night and they, the kids remember that, but I would love more of the small traditions too. Um, one of the things I just started doing, which has been silly and fun, is when my kids knock on the door to come home at the end of school, I open the door and I say something silly to them. And it might change each time, but for example, um, one of the things I did last week, I opened it because I have to unlock the door and I say, your mother isn't here. And, and, you know, they start giggling and laughing. I'm like, I ate her. And I just just kind of ad lib and say funny things with them. And they've just really enjoyed those few moments. And that's a little tradition I know I can keep going on. I've really kind of come home to myself in some ways this year, realizing that dancing and performing, um, whether that's music or, or like actually on a stage, that's who I am. And I'm not going to win any Tony Awards. I'm not going to become a world-class musician. I'm not going to win any accolades or maybe even be accepted to anything I try out to formally. But I think I need more of that performing, that dancing, that creativity. And at home, we want more music, more music playing around and listening to things that we enjoy and just creating the tone and the family environment. More reading, for sure. I really want to read more and more and more. And I've been working on this year, this year, but slow and steady, right? It's been all over the map. Listening to audiobooks is my surefire way of doing that, but I get bored of them sometimes, just like I do podcasts. 
but I'd like more physical reading. And the last two things are really important, more serving. I really want to do a better job serving those around me and in my actual family and my life, as well as people online. When I've really gotten centered in my purpose here to really serve you, it's made this podcast feel a lot easier and fun to do and less stressful. And I want more of that. And the final thing is being a lot more present. All of those big best of moments for 2019 entailed me being present and fully soaking them up and living them. What's on your list? What do you want more of in your life? Again, these are the signals or the, the I guess, the, the signs of, of, of pointing you where you need to, to go, what you need to put more in, in your life, what you need to aspire to and, and work on. Right now, we're not going to finalize a list, but we're creating, this is your brainstorm for what's going to become a list in 2020. So what do you want more of? Now I'm going to do a little contrast of that. What do you need less of? I like to focus on the positive more, especially for this, because we can often, we resist reflecting because it can lead us to feeling very guilty and disappointed in ourselves. But I want to talk about what do you also need less of? And usually that's the big contrast to what you you are recognizing were those good moments. So when you got distracted, what did that look like for you? When you got distracted from being present and living your life in a full way and being yourself, what was what was a part of that that you now know you want less of? For me, I want less of feeling divided in my mind and body. I, often my body is somewhere and my mind is somewhere else. I've always been that way. My mind is a is a a, a fast runaway train often, and I want to work on being present in mind and body. I want to have less of avoiding the hard within my relationships and lean into the conversations we need to have and the ways I need to step up and be a better mom and a better advocate for my kids and to be a better spouse. I want less of being distracted while my kids are around. I get distracted by productivity. I like to be a go-getter and do things um, both within the business and in the home. I want less of that, less of that. I also want less judgment and comparison of myself with others and less of feeling like I don't matter because that's a lot of what I struggled with all of those things this this year. So you've got your two lists. You've got the things you want more of and less of. What do you need less of in your life? What does that look like for you? Now you're going to think of how to do more of what you like and what that could be. In a moment, I'm going to help you also get a leg up and come up with your word of the year. But first, I need to introduce this month's sponsor, which I think is going to be very timely for you and me. Back in July, I partnered with Monk Manual. This is an amazing three-month planner where you plan both your month, your week, and your day-to-day lives. This is not about creating a to-do list that acts as another way to just show yourself how bad you are and how you can't get anything done. Monk Manual combines the ability to be present in your life and prioritizing what really matters on top of reflection. So you are always doing your best to get centered back in what really matters. Again, instead of the mile long to-do list, it helps you really figure out what your priorities are, not only just for your life, but for your day-to-day life too. Now, back in July, so many of you signed up for the, the, the planners then, I was shocked. So I know that moving into the new year, 
that this is gonna be even more useful for you as you try to turn a new leaf in your daily planning habit. I told you this is something I've been working on a lot and I can officially tell you that thanks to Monk Manual, I am officially a planner person and I want that for you too. So what you can do is go to monkmanual.com and then you can use the code ABOUTPROGRESS in all caps, one word, to get 20% off between now and January 15th. This is a hugely generous code for them. It really cuts down on what they get to make from it. But but our, our owner of this, who I've become friends with, Steve, is very passionate about helping people get centered in what matters and have more productivity too. Again, go to monkmanuals.com and use the code about progress from now through January 15th. I'm sure you know about people having a word of the year. Last year, I had two words, intentional and purposeful. Oops, sorry. And I really think that they became kind of a guiding foundation to my life. Maybe I didn't repeat it to myself every day, but I had that in mind as I tried to come up with goals and also my do something my do something list and all of those things. It really helped me get recentered and I want that for you. So let's start thinking about this right now. Yes, it's the beginning of December, but we don't have to wait till January to do this. And in fact, I think as you know your word, you're going to be able to better figure out your do something plan for the year and your goals and resolutions for the year as well. Um, So now that you have come up with what you want more of and what you want less of, I think that also can help you think about the feelings that you want more of. So the way I'm going to help you come up with your word of the year is to first think of all the feelings that you want more of in 2020. How do you want to feel by the end of the year and throughout the year? Do you want to feel powerful? Do you want to feel happy, joyful, playful, creative, strong, purposeful, noble, loving? What do you want to feel? And again, this is also on the free progress plan about progress.com slash progress plan. So you can get um, more clarity and be accountable for what we're sharing here. So brainstorm a list of emotions you want to feel. Now, what I want you to do is create other words that really speak to you that might not be emotions, but are speaking to you. I've already shared some of mine. I want to serve. That's one of my things. I think I need that as a guiding force for my year, serve. I'm also getting into realizing creativity, creative. I don't know if that's the word, but creativity maybe. What are some other words that are are uh, kind of trying to wave their arms at you and get you to notice them? I really want you to make this list, okay? So think about that. And this is often can just be ways of describing yourself um, and words that can be a touchstone for you as you're navigating a year and things that will help you get recentered when the times are tough. As you brainstorm, then I want you to start circling those. Start circling the ones that are just the gut saying, I like this. Not thinking, not the shoulds, oh, I should choose loving because that's what I should do. I should make sure I'm, I'm being very loving um, or should choose produ- productive or I should choose being present, present as my word. You know what? You get to decide what this is. If your word is 
stillness. If your word is amp it up, like a whole phrase, who cares? My word last year was uh, two words put together. So start, start figuring out what that is. Circle them. Circle the ones that really seem like you, where you're like, aha, that's what I want. That's me. Now that I'm going to ask you to narrow it down. And this is the hardest part, right? And and here's where I'm going to push you. This is where I'm going to give you, you know, I've tried to give you a hug a lot throughout this episode, but now I'm going to give you that kick in the pants. Choose one. It's not going to make or break you. You can always change it. What if after a month you realize it's not the right one for you? You can change this, but just choose one. You can do it. And the reason I'm going to ask you to choose is I want to know what these are. I'm going to make an Instagram post my first week in January where I ask you what your word is of the year and I want you to share. But more than that, send us a Dear Progressor note and share it at the end of December so other people can get ideas too. So anytime when you come up with this, when you listen to this episode, you come up with your word of the year and you complete the progress plan, let us know what your word of the year is. Get on your phone, record a quick voice memo and email it to me. Hello at aboutprogress.com. Okay, or call my Google number that I have for you at aboutprogress.com slash be on the show. I want to hear what your words are because this is where we have our power. This is where we stand up and say, this is me. This is what I need. This is what I want more of. And this is how I'm going to create not just a year, but a decade of more best of moments for me, myself, my aspirations, my family, my relationships, my career, whatever they are. We need a foundation. We want you to have the best year the best decade ever. My word I'm going to tell you right now is serve. I've alluded to it, but I want to do a better job serving you, of course, but my family. I want to step up a little bit. We've had, you know, I feel like we've had a a tough couple years, but who hasn't? I feel like everybody's had a tough couple years, but I've realized it's led to me kind of becoming closed off inside and I've been sucked into my own world. And I don't want that anymore. I want to step up for my family in ways that they need me. I want to serve them better by advocating for my kids who need it. I want to step up for my husband and being his number one cheerleader. I want to step up for you and being a podcaster that really delivers every single episode and helping you figure out who you are and how you can navigate life with progress in mind instead of getting caught in the traps of perfectionism. I want to serve. That's my word. And you know what else I've done? I've broken my own rules because serve is my word. But my challenge of the year is year of creativity. So I'm going to create a little challenge for myself, a year of creativity. And I think that's going to lend itself to my own do something list that I will be making soon. Again, do something plan, not list. Okay, so preview of the year again, or of the month rather, I am going to share two episodes, the most downloaded one of 2019 and the one I've been wanting to redo since the day I aired it. Then I'll be sharing my own best ofs, the best habits I worked on this year, the best lessons I learned, the best do set things I worked on, the best books and podcasts I found, the best adventures taken. And as I shared my journey with you, I want you to share it right back. The Dear Progressor episode is all about you. Share your words of the year, share your best of, we want to hear it all. And again, make your own do something plan with me through our Rediscover You workshop, which is now online. And you guys, not only is it shorter, a little bit shorter, and is it online so you can attend no matter where you are, it's also far more affordable than any 
other of my Rediscover You workshops have been. I want this to be accessible for you because I want to help you change to become the person you want to be. I want to help you feel whole and I want to help you feel like you're growing. So let's help you do that. Go to aboutprogress.com slash workshop for that. Friends, I'm so grateful you're here. So grateful for this opportunity I have to show up each and every week, if not twice a week, to talk with you, to learn alongside you and to just be your friend. I'm going to end things here and say, keep growing. And remember, life is about progress, not perfection. 